must say the uh, it's great to have the the countdown back in the in the repertoire, but it's definitely taking some adjustment because I'm used to having the hilarious late night grim bumper when I'm when I'm the one that's in charge of these things and I have to tweet the links. I'm used to having the bump bump, you know that deal. Some of you will be aware of what I'm talking about. Some of you won't. Um, the countdown's a lot quicker. I don't know why I needed this to be kind of. To be reminded of this, the countdown literally tells you how long it is. But nonetheless, uh, I have been reminded of that. Let me do some tweeting here, folks. I hope everyone is well. Happy Thursday. Um, it's been a whole 27 hours or something since we last did this. I am back um, for a pre-show for the other show, <laughs> which is, of course, the flagship over at WrestlePurious. Myself, AO, Charlie, and Montgomery are going to be talking Dynamite. And I thought I would come on here and do the exact same thing for an hour or so because why not? I had an article, right? I mean, why not? Let's let's do it. So let me just tweet this here. But, but, and a great friend reminded me of this before I went live. But you know, today's been a very eventful day, and when I say that, you're you're kind of going through your memory. You're thinking, why? What happened today? What is what is this in reference to? It could be so many things. I am, of course, referencing that Ohio Valley, Valley Wrestling have acquired Mickey James. Um, OV Dub, back on the charge. At one point, for around two minutes, the confirmed shoot and I were considering an OVW grin along today <laughs> until we realized that neither of us could do it. In fact, he knew all along he couldn't do it. He immediately said no. But when I sent the message, um, it seemed in my mind as that was a thing that I was going to be doing. It was not. It was impossible. It doesn't even make sense in my schedule. But there may be an OVW grin along ahead of us, I feel. I think this is possible. Uh, we're trying to work on Jack Crosby in, in our kind of project here. He's He was hoping to embrace this TNA reboot. And i got to be honest, if we're talking about Mickey James, talking about Al Snow, talking about OVW, Feels like that's the way, right? If we're going to do this, do it right. So we shall see. But nonetheless, I've done my tweet. I've handled my business. It is 10.08 here in Gotham City. So let's catch up on the chat. Folks, if you have any questions, they don't necessarily have to be about Dynamite on the weekend. I simply had to have something to title this video. But if you do have any questions about those things or anything else, put them in the chat. I'll uh, circle back to them when I can. Um, JJ, I hope you're well. It's not, in fact, the Stephen A program. Craps on taps. Hope you have a good night's sleep, mate. Indeed, big man is back. Biggest draw in wrestling. Well, I'm in the top 10 or so, I'd imagine. Um, what caused all hell? Indeed. The, the political bits following me to my own channel is very unfortunate, I must say. Um, this is a nice hat, I agree. It's nice. WCW hats are, are uh, like one of the few few wrestling things I, I own that I actually think are pretty neat, I must say. But I'm um, I'm good, Ben. How are you, my friend? Hello to all that are are, are in the house. Okay, this is true. I'm gonna leave this on the chat. It is Ivo's birthday today. Yeah, it is. I'm a big fan of old Ivo of Wrestlepurious, if that is his real name. All right. What do we got here? Let me catch up on some of these dynamite opinions. Thoughts on the hook signal. And Kate responded to the rumors that Bob O'Neill was requested for a signal of his own for 
his LNG appearances. Um, he has requested that, but it, the signal itself is far too problematic for late night grin airwaves. I wouldn't, I wouldn't let it happen. Um, the hook signal is genuinely one of the funniest things that AEW ever aired. And it was funny in that way. Like it walked a nice, a very fine line. I thought in that it was funny, but it, it just about worked to saying that it was like actually cool too. <laughs> it didn't completely undercut the moment. It actually was a pretty awesome moment. We'll get to that in a little more detail in a minute, but um, what made it funny, not so much the hook signal. It was more the fact that Joe sold it. Like it was actually like the, the bat signal. And he was like two face or whoever the fuck, you know, He's, he's like a stagger cell for it. It was glorious. Glorious graps. Glorious graps. Uh, Brian says, Claudio versus Hangman and the main event rocked. Hated such stocks and Sammy and the whole brawl when Adam Cole cut in the exact same promo was lame. Love Daly's Place. Yeah, Daly's Place was really, I think, the big story coming out of the episode. Um, honestly, to me, the highlights of the show were the, the world title segment and just Daly's Place's existence. I enjoyed most everything, don't be wrong. I'm just saying those are the things that like I was left thinking about afterwards. Daly's place is so I feel like they need to I mean you don't want to overdo it because that's why it was special. It'd been a while, but I don't know. It feels like you want to run that building like at least a couple times a year, right? That was that was really cool last night. It had a real particular feeling and vibe. It was very, very cool. So um as for these other things, I co-sign most, um, which we will Get to me. I'm going to, to see what everyone else is thinking in the chat in terms of in terms of uh, what what everyone was into. Um, any recent happenings in the TWs, bro? I'm so I'm so washed in that regard. I had um, I don't know if I've talked about this on the air, but I had this game going for a bit where it was like I was at war, right? So whoever I picked on my roster the alternate promotion would have someone of a similar... So if I had Brett, they would have Sean. If I had, I don't know, Flair, they'd have Hogan. You get the you get the drift. And being me, I got so deep in this thing that it wasn't even fun anymore. You know, I'm sitting there sweating bullets about, you know, whether or not this Chavo Guerrero match is going to rate well. Just, <laughs> just, just completely exhausted myself on a two-month play, and I haven't gone back to it since. Um, I don't know. I need, I need some quirky idea to dig into. I need some sort of... I need a narrative to pop me, you know. No, no recent TW pops, I don't think. Um, factual, a lot indeed. I appreciate it. Is it true that the Manny Star ratings will be appearing exclusively in the Bob Server, bro? The Manny Star ratings were like incredibly controversial matter. Manny got banned from WrestlePure Star ratings for a shoot. He got kicked out. He hasn't been in there since. He's he's finished. So. Uh, they will not be in the Bob's over. No, I don't think they're allowed for anywhere, honestly. Okay. This was very funny. Dukes did kill Bob. Uh. <laughs> okay, I'm very sorry to bring Mercedes up as a topic again. But if you were to predict when she shows up, when would it be? Uh, I think Revolution. Um, yeah, I think I think Revolution, based on kind of where the buzz is at right now, I'm not... I'm not Super locked in as a scoopster, as every, all of you know. I get almost everything wrong, but the traffic is pointing in that direction. Everyone is looking that way right now. It feels like there was a lot of buzz last week that she was going to be on Dynamite. 
once that died down, it, it very briefly transferred to um, to this Daily's Place thing. But most of that was fans being like, it's the home to pro- the promotion. It sounds like it's going to be um, a revolution to me from what I've, from what I've pieced together. So I think that's personally, it's kind of weird. I'm sure there's like a, you know, I'm sure they want to build it up. But honestly, um, you know, I, to me personally, I'd want to get her in the ball game as soon as possible. To me, the value of Mercedes, as great as it's going to be the moment when she debuts, the value of Mercedes is when she's actually in the game, right? When the bell rings. That's when that's when the value really gets going. That's when you start having the matches you want to have and you start changing that division. I would be I'd be rushing to get it going. But if they want to take their time with it, I'm sure there's a reason. I'm sure they've got something in mind. So we'll see how they do that rollout if it is revolution. I agree. I, I think 2025, I think it's hard not to be optimistic, I think, about AEW right now, which is cool because there was a little spooky there in like what would you say, October range, October, November. Yeah, it's been a good start to the year. So only a couple of shows, obviously, but it's uh, it feels like they've learned some positive lessons. It feels like it. TK and Plady will run two collision episodes at dailies this year. God bless. Are you ready to walk with Elijah um, at TNA Hard Security? He feels like a lock, doesn't he? Yeah. Love our Lee Buzz. You know, Ibu of WrestlePurist, if that is his real name, he jumped me with that on Monday with the Ali being the impact guy, and I kind of dismissed it. And immediately for, getting, for dismissing it, it was a lot of folks who were very quick to tell me that I should not dismiss it. So it seems like there's a lot of buzz for that. I haven't heard anyone reputable report. It's just one of those things that people are kind of talking about. But um, yeah, it'll be interesting. Hopefully it's not just Elijah. It might be. God bless. Shout out to Six Star, by the way. Um, made that beautiful... Joe Holbert Promotions graphic that's weird. If you haven't seen it, go to at Joe, Hol- Joe at Joe Holbert. Yes, that's my name. Um, just the Joe Holbert part, not the yes, that's my name. That's not my at. You'll see the it's a very, very cool logo. Awesome. Yes. You go for ups and downs with these ridiculous games for sure. Um yeah, I mean, look, you can ask about Braun Strowman anytime. I'm I'm open for these ideas, you know. Will you be appearing on Manny's new radio show? No, that doesn't seem like my kind of vibe. Yeah, I would. I co-sign this. It's one of those things where you feel bad saying it's funny because, like, it's a serious topic and the reason he's getting booed is serious. But at the same time, it was embarrassing enough that it did cross over into kind of being, like, shameless. It's kind of, God, they actually is that transparent. They're playing his theme the whole time. Like, Matt texts me... Um, Matt texts me that, like, Adrian even asked him, like, why are they playing the music? Like, it was even, she didn't know anything about the Jericho story and, and why he's getting booed. But it was it was very apparent to her there was a reason they were doing that. It was it was very awkward, you know? So, yeah, it was it was quite lame. Uh, what are your expectations for Diana in AEW? I don't think she has super dynamic offense, nor does she have super explosive bumps. So I wonder if she struggles when she doesn't get 12-minute matches. Um, I definitely think there are, I think your assessment is is like pretty fair, and I say that as, a, as someone who's a pretty big fan. Um, and I think there are reasons to be somewhat hesitant as to how she's going to translate to to that setting, and kind of you know how her role is going to change in a division that, generally speaking, has been kind of creatively underserved, right? And even if it's not creatively underserved, she's not going to be as as focal a figure as she was for the Impact division, and that just kind of is inevitable. Um, my hope is 
I, I have, I'm pretty optimistic because I think she's a very smart wrestler. And I think generally when someone is a thoughtful worker, they figure out ways around kind of limitations and such, or maybe it will take her a while to get comfortable. Maybe it won't be an immediate hit. But I do think she'll figure it out. Now, do I think she is, you know, the centerpiece of the division? No. I do think she's someone that is going to, you know, could add to a really healthy title scene, though. She's someone that I would certainly be looking to involve in the top tier of talent. Um, whether she can stick at that level or not, time will tell. I'm I'm a pretty big fan. I think she does a good job of how she carries herself. I think that's a, a big part of the battle, honestly, on national TV. So I'm hopeful. I like Diana quite a bit, but I think there's you know, room to kind of be hesitant on those things for sure. Um, yeah, man, it's tough. You need to, when you're not playing TW, you want to be playing TW. And then when you start playing it, you're like, oh man, I need to get away from this thing. <laughs> it's no good. Who's your rest of the year so far? When is my, um, rest of the year so far. I haven't seen this, the Shingo match everyone's talking about this week. So I can't, who would be my answer? I need a I need a cool answer here for for week two of the year. Um, I guess like. I guess I could just say Derby, right? I guess. I guess I could say Derby. It's the the the, the to match and then the tag last night. I guess. Feels kind of cowardly though. Is there an obvious answer that people are going with right now? I don't know. Interesting. Chat, who we got? Wrestler of the Year on January 11th. Who we got? Tell me. Once again, shout out to Six Star. Sam Joe last night. The the absolute just presence of that fellow last night was incredible, wasn't it? Like he leveled up all over again. It was it was glorious. Um it's kind of like really, I was having some fun with it on Twitter, but it is quite nuts like you look at the archetype you put joe in if you were to put joe in like a category of wrestlers look around him in that category and look how few of them can cut promo the way some hydro can cut promo like that dude is so complete it's wild honestly um awesome segment last night i love sting but i'm excited to see darby have more singles programs past revolution yeah i, I think i'm with you and i actually also would say and I, and I mean this with absolute love everyone knows how much i adore the stinger but I'm definitely like, I can feel it in myself. I, I'm ready to let the, the big man go. You know, I'm, some of these retirements, it's like, there's one. That's kind of that deal of you're, you're dreading it when Sting's not going to be, when, you know, whenever is going to not going to be around. With Sting, it's like I think it's time for Sting. You know, I, I thought last night's match was a hoot, but it also was somewhat terrifying. I felt um, that maybe is a me thing. Anyone who didn't have picture in picture and didn't have the uh, like had commentary during the ad break. It got a little bit scary in that outbreak. Jim Ross was terrified, in fact. It was uh but he toughs it out, man. I mean, God bless him. That dude does not phone it in. He has every right to, but he does not. So yeah, I co-signed the Derby Singers programs, and I'm I'm also ready for Sting to get his, you know, his farewell. I think it's time. So all right. Nicole, this is one of the best things on SmackDown right now. That segment with Smack with Roman where he was sitting. There. Yeah, it was awesome. I mentioned it briefly yesterday, Brian. Like I think he's actually one of the like best characters on the, on wrestling television right now. It kind of feels like the correct role for him. Like always, it was this way you wish him been doing playing a kind of smarmy, <laughs> very stern authority figure. It's uh it's hilariously a great fit. The aforementioned 
Anyway, Wrestle Purist is in the house. He says, hello, Joe. Thoughts on Juliet at WWE. Possible. What's the upside? Go fuck yourself, bro. <laughs> for, for anyone who's who's uh, who thinks that this piece of shit is asking me sincerely, he's having fun with the fact that, that we have both talked about this on Wrestle Purist in like 18 different segments. So, of course, while I'm being nice about it, Wrestle Purist, on his birthday, I sent a nice tweet out earlier. He immediately comes and taunts me. There's just no reason for it. No reason at all. But nonetheless, I hope you've had a good day so far, mate. All right. What else have we got here? Look at this. Andrew the Giant's daughter popping huge for Randall Orton. That's what it's all about, brother. I'm attending Dynamite next week with my friends who hard to watch wrestling. I'm trying to get them on the Smojo train before he defends against the hook. Oh, there's, there's so much material. You go with Young, Killer, Sam, Joe. We could just do, like, the Derby matches. Honestly, the Derby Joe matches are, like, some of the best graps to show non-wrestling fans because it's just, like, an ongoing, never-ending car crash, basically, right? Especially the third match. The third match is outrageous. Appreciate this. Have a hell of a time with the guys over at Purist for sure. Appreciate the love. It's been a game changer for me. Clearly, more people give a fuck about me than ever before. So I'm very thankful for it. Um, Sean Rossat seemed to imply that Mercedes isn't cleared yet, according to New Japan, because they said her doing better in the valley against Julia went out the window the moment she got her against Willow. Interesting. And that that may be the delay we were kind of talking about there. Yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. I, it's always hard with Mercedes because, like, Obviously, Sean would know much better than I would, but it is very uh, it is very apparent that she keeps her stuff like close to the vest, as she should. So, yeah, it's interesting seeing all the different reports and such. <laughs> the facial hair on the on the Bucks last night was crazy, man. You got to respect it. Got to respect it. Um. I think Randy Orton might be on his way to having the most consistent run of his career. He's often stated in interviews he regrets wrestling at 70% because he knows, he, he knew he would get by, sorry. Well, I think the big thing with Randy is, you know, and, and we've talked about this on Worldwide before, is, you know, he thinks that he's thought for a long time that the creative in WWE fucking sucked. I mean, he's, you know, he's not really been very shy about saying that to people that were, uh, were around like he he thought a lot of that stuff sucked and I think if you look at what he did I think it's pretty easy to figure out what he's referencing and when um so if he's at a point now where he's not only thankful to be around and wrestling because it looked like that was gonna get taken from him but also he might actually think the creative's good for the first time in a decade or so so <laughs> that could be a game changer for him um yeah hopefully man it'd be cool if he could I uh, there's some big matches I want to see him have for sure. I'm intrigued what he's going to do at Mania. Very intrigued. As regards to the honor, I agree. Establishing that, and also like the announcers need to do a great job. Not just need to really just do their job of need to make a point of like putting over her style and establishing her actual the things that she does specifically that makes her different and unique. Kind of train the audience in that way. Um. Still collecting for the, the JHP figure fed. I am, but I'm very, very loose with it. Like I always said I was, it was never a thing for me. Like, I'm lucky in the sense that my personality does not force me to go like full sicko with it. I don't buy like everything. I very much will buy guys that I have a connection to or a moment or whatever it will be. So um, it is a big moment in the figure world for uh, Usos fans because they've made a figure that looks like Jimmy Uso, which is, 
For anyone who doesn't know, it's a whole th- like law that the Usos figures always just look like Jay. Both of them look like Jay. This has been especially funny in recent, you know, the last year or so because obviously. Uh, so they've finally got a Jimmy Uso that looks like Jim Uso. So that made me restart the Fed uh, for for a moment there. But otherwise, it's pretty much slowed down. The AEW figures are very hard to. I mean, you can get them online, but for me, the fun is like actually getting, you know, going in the store. And they're not in the stores here anymore, which is very, it's a shame. But you get what you get, I suppose. Imagine Randy will make a 10 minute entrance in the Tokyo Dome. Sounds like a dream, brother. Sounds like a dream. Uh, what else we got here? I hope Willow gets a sustained creative direction because she's delivered higher on lackluster creative. Oh, I agree entirely. I think she should be one of the main priorities, honestly, right? I think when you talk about like ceiling, Willow is one of the one of the main people to circle, I think. She's a wrestler who I think could actually break out of their, like, you know, as wrestling fans, we watch AEW, we enjoy AEW, but it feels like with some good marketing, the right push, the right branding, it feels like she could actually break out and, and make people AEW fans, you know? It's a hard thing to do, especially with how, like, um, honestly, the way people just, with media now, right? Like, it's, it's kind of difficult. It's not, it's not the 90s, but... Yeah, Willow Nightingale in front of the right people. I feel like she can make them fans. She's infectious. Her energy is awesome. So hopefully she has a good push on the wrestling show before long here. We've uh, got some Takesh to love. Dragon, Darby, with some wrestler of the year talk. <laughs> Meech said CM Punk. Yeah. Oberfemi. Um... Every sensible part, sensible part of me knows that Hangman or Swerve should win at Revolution, but the rest of me keeps screaming, the big man is back. What a promo. It's tough, right? It's tough. It's uh, We all know it should be a short reign, but he's so incredibly awesome. It's like, well, maybe he could keep it a little longer, you know? Maybe, maybe just maybe. We'll see. Um, honestly, I know it's a cowardly you know viewpoint on it, but it's like... I'm so thrilled that he's getting this run at all that it's like playing with house money, you know? Factual. This one is hard to beat, though. This one is hard to beat, I must say. Awesome shot. Even if the TV belt involved is no longer uh, in action. I always liked that belt, though. I was like one of the only people who did. Isn't it crazy how Takeshita has two matches with Darby and he's immediately rejuvenated? That being said, Takeshita is my rest of the year. Speaking of Samoa Joe, right? That's kind of a familiar story. Um, that's Darby's job in the promotion, man. He's he's a, a kind of you know, a crash test dummy that you you use to wake up guys that the pushes have fouled them. That's his role in the promotion. So I'm not surprised, but my goodness, that singles match last week was something else. Incredible match. Uh, Sting as AEWGM. I don't. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm kind of in on this idea too. I don't. I'm not as like completely against the authority thing. I deal with a lot of people are. I think Sting could have fun with it, but I'm not sure he'd want to do the travel. And I think when he's done, he's probably going to be done. Um, some talk about MJF being out. I don't know anything about the MJF thing. Hopefully as well. Arriving late. Sorry if you've addressed this already. Sam Joe, good. I'll hang up and listen. Well, we've been kind of talking it around. We're debating it, honestly. We've been debating it. It's still kind of up in the air thus far. Triple Threat Revolution and Swerve pins Hangman to win the world title. I think he pins Joe, but yeah, uh, so I think the rest of that is right. But I think him and Hangman then spin off into more singles matches. 
Joe is probably going away. Like that's the other fact of Joe's reign is he's got to do that show soon. Um, Twisted Metal. Thank you. He has to go and do that show soon. So I've got a feeling that may also like kind of accelerate their timeline. All the confirmed shooting I want is Joe to pop up on Smartless and Bateman have to pretend that he knows who he is. That's all that we've been looking for from the Twisted Metal project, but Arnett has yet to come through. Um, Randy Orton and Nick Aldis having an NWA match at WrestleMania. Would put, good God, the content we could get out of that three and a quarter. Beautiful. Top backup hangman podcast moments. This is actually easy. There's, there's one that is clear of anything else, and I send it to him pretty regularly. It's when I asked him to do the Mikey Ruckus version of Goldberg's theme, and he did that outrageous rendition. <laughs> In fact, let me if I can if I can find this. Um, it's in here somewhere. I'm going to try and look for this so I can play. It's a, it's a classic moment. I shouldn't really have many clips of myself on a podcast, but unfortunately, you get what you get, I suppose. All right, what else we got here? Um, Appreciate you, brother. Back on the TNA discussion for a moment. We need those hard skill predictions. I'm going to do this. I promise. Hate to say it, but they've botched Thunder Rose's return so far. She should be put, should be facing Deonna. Try and get the belt back. She never lost. Yeah, she very much feels slotted, right? Very much feels slotted. Um, which is a shame. I'm a fan, and it kind of feels like there's no one about to find this. It's a shame. Um, it kind of feels like there was a chance to do something interesting for her as a character and. Instead, she's just kind of put back in as a baby face on the roster. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's unfortunate. I'm not surprised that it took them so long to get to that point. It kind of feels like it wasn't a big priority. What guys reckon in history would have benefited most legacy-wise from a, a Japan Indies run? Hmm. Guys in history. What an interesting question. Very interesting. I'm trying to think of a guy who really stuck kind of because or Indies makes it more complex, you know? Mm -hmm. Here's one I think would be interesting. I'm going to throw this one out. And this may not make any sense to some of you. It might pop some of you. I don't know. If the big show Paul White existed in a different wrestling era and he could have regularly gone to Japan the way that a very other, a very famous other giant once did. I think there would be a far greater mystique and kind of um, respect for his reputation and such than there is. I think that would be an interesting one, you know, because other guys I think of, like I think a lot of folks kind of, I think if Paul White could have worked Japan regularly as this kind of menacing monster working with the top Japanese stars of his day, I think that could have been pretty cool. So there's one I'll throw out. I'm sure there are other great answers. I'd like to see the chat answer, Sam. This is actually a really good question. Okay. Yeah, that Zach uh, Wentz figure is never going to go, bro. It's in every store you go into. It's wild. Battle in the Valley, hard to kill. Collision and Battle of the Belts on Saturday. My God, Battle of the Belts too. It's a lot of graphs. <laughs> It's a lot of grabs. Um, all right. A person who wouldn't mind Joe getting the longest world title range just to spite Max. Put your pants off. <laughs> I think Joe would mind, but yeah, I get it. <laughs> Tremendous. I hope you had fun, bro. It was a hell of a show watching from home. So, Who do you think Riddle's mystery partner is? Um, 
Hmm. I have no clue. I don't know. I feel for them, whoever it is. Tough gig. Thank you, Tope Suicida. All right. If you were running AEW, how would you handle the Hardys, give them their release, or try to convince them to stay by getting them out of their rampage first? So was that um, someone? Okay, I'm this is I'm genuinely asking here. It's been suggested to me, and I have suggested to others that it's like their new bit because they're doing a new character as heels. I guess I've seen some of this. I saw they did a heel kind of heel promo on Rampage, very sort of heel promo. Is do we think this is what it was? Was Jeff Hardy doing a bit? It's always important to ask whether or not someone was doing a bit. Either way, um, I don't know, man. It's kind of over, right, if we're being honest. I mean, it's pretty clear that Tony was intended to use them in a major way, and the way things went down with Jeff has kind of killed his interest. Now, I don't think I'm breaking any news by saying that. So I think it would be well – I think both parties were well served just sitting down and kind of reaching that conclusion and letting things go with any ago. Hardys could still be, you know, I don't think anyone's really rushing to see them wrestle, but if they're on a different roster, they would have more value just by default if they're not been a lot of star power around, you know? So, yeah, I'm not sure. It doesn't feel like a relationship that needs to really live much longer, honestly. Um, Yeah, it does seem like it's... Yeah, this is the thing. I thought it was like a TV thing also. I say all that to say that, like, that particular thing may not be may not be a big deal. Uh, what's your boldest prediction for the Rumble? Um, other than Maven coming back, my boldest prediction. I'm trying to think of something truly funny that could happen. Sean Spears at 10 is not, it's not bold enough. I need St. Bauer. Who's out there that could come back and have very minimal impact? <laughs> what about uh, who's the big fella who worked with Gunter? Was it Shanky? Shanky? My bold prediction is that Shanky is going to come back and that Kevin Patrick is going to sell it like Dwayne the Rock Johnson just walked through the curtain. That's my prediction. Brian, take it to the bank. And if it wasn't Shanky that left, I apologize to Shanky. Need an update on confirmed shoot status in regards to the revolution. Will indeed be fine to see the Bucks. Yeah, man, he's he's locked in. He's a, uh, you know, that the Bucks match has been kind of talked about a lot. Um, in terms of that being the Sting destination, so I don't think either of us was particularly surprised. So I think he's pretty optimistic about it. Pretty optimistic. I don't know what this was in reference to, but agreed. Remember the early WrestlePurious podcast days where Monty called Ivo just Hollywood before he put his face on camera? Bro, I had to host some of them, and it was like, you call him like Hangman? It was very unfortunate. Very, very unfortunate. But give me one second, folks, so I can see. All right, I've got it, folks. I've got it. I've got the Bill Goldberg clip here. Let me let me email this and we'll, we'll play this on there. How long we got? We're like 20 minutes. All right. I've got it, folks. Bear with me. Okay, what else have we got in the chat before I talk about Dynamite some? Because I did title this AEW Dynamite. Folks, everyone's too fired up, man. We've got too much to talk about. It's not going on in the world of graps. Okay. I agree. Maven, I agree. Good call. 
Joe, it's been a while since I asked who's the current real world heavyweight champion. It's, uh, it's Joe. Definitely Joe. Joe is one of those guys who, no matter what the belt means or what the feud is or any of that stuff, if Joe has a belt, it's, uh, it's, it's the real world style. Okay. Hopefully that works. I tend to agree. I think, uh, I think Maven, he actually did a video about it. saying that was already out there before, but he, he like auditioned to be a color commentator. He feels like someone that's going to show up, not necessarily doing it for them, but it feels like he may be like, you know, TNA color commentator Maven. <laughs> feels, feels like we're in, you know, that's in the ballpark. So we shall see. Um, what else we got here? You going to any big WWE or AEW shows this year? Big on the WWE side, not really. I'm going to a house show uh, in Cardiff, which I'm really excited for because anyone who knows the way that my brain works, that's like my ideal wrestling experience. Uh, don't mind my clicking here. I'm just preparing video clips and such. Um, yeah, I, I went to the, the Paris house show last year and that was like an absolute hoot. So I wanted to do another house show rather than doing... Um, you know, as great as it can be, the pay-per-view thing is not my favorite experience, unfortunately. AEW, I'm going to all in, which will be hilarious because inexplicably, I have found myself sitting on the floor. So I'm sure that will be that will be a ride. Not familiar with wrestling pre-2000s. Any specific recommendations? This is a great question. But if you follow up in the chat with this, I'll be able to do a better job, I promise. What are your um who are your favorite wrestlers today? And then I'll be able to I'll be able to adjust. Because I could just if I throw like Burt picks at you, then that's I mean, that's great for me, but it, you, you may not like them. So who are your favorite wrestlers today? And I'll be able to work backwards. Favorite play by play and and um analyst. Play by play is I would say honestly any version of JR from like 1990 through what we're looking at like 2005 or something any that'd be my one seed second early 90s shivani analyst i'm a big ventura fan i I think jesse's the go in that regard um he could be grating for sure he has his faults but uh, i got jesse uh, definitely um i wish this would work it's really giving me a a lot of hassle here for what's going to be a 30 second bit but nonetheless May have to just tweet it instead. Had an idea that they're going to do gender versus rock before rock Roman. My God. Could be raw <laughs> or a house show. Then on the bump, gender said, I don't think it's the last time me and rock were sharing. That would be incredible because that match would be hysterical, honestly. Okay. Um, what are they doing to Ricky having Tamp lose to Sammy? I don't know. He didn't seem too thrilled about it, did he? <laughs> I think it's fair to say. I'm watching some Prime Joe, and he's a solid promo. Like, but it's such a bummer that neither the content nor voice are anywhere close to the level of his current business. Yeah, it's weird, right? He's like, I mean, it's not as with Scott Steiner. It's kind of tragic. Like, he became an awesome character after he couldn't do anything. But uh, Joe is definitely like a kind of quiet, quiet version of that for sure. Um, I don't know if I can do it. Unfortunately, I can't do the Berlin tree. I will be all in. As I said, I know you asked that before I answered. My apologies. Okay. 
Just notice there's no dynamite collision locations on their website for March 6th. Like maybe Boston. Maybe so. Maybe so. Tony Storms, did you do an arm drag killed me yesterday? Yesterday, I don't think she should be champ, but the character's got a lot better. I agree. I think it's really funny. I'm like, that's exactly where I'm at. I'm not sure she should be the world champ, but it is it is a good bit. It's very funny. She's superb at it. To be, you know, to be absolutely fair. So yeah, I'm I agree completely. Okay, what else we got here? I'm gonna tweet this uh, clip up and then I'm gonna share it on the screen like a real pro. Rather than try to add video clips to StreamYard and it like breaking my phone. So that's what we're gonna do here. Hopefully I tweet the right one, right? Right, we've got some favorite wrestlers here. We've got Gunso, Eddie Kingston, Dragon, and as a kid, Cena and Ray. Okay. See, this is important because like I feel like if I if I'd gone too far with like horse shit. US grabs, it would have been a mistake, and these favorites kind of suggest so. So I think based on those favorite wrestlers, you're probably best to veer towards the all-timers of Japan, I would say. With Dragon, you get like a you know, I think well, if you're a big Dragon fan, I do think it's worth kind of exploring some Ricky Steamboat, you know. Maybe try. Um then again, it's very different. Yeah, US-wise, that's kind of limited. I think if I was you, I would explore the the very the very kind of in vogue right now, very hipster feel like I'm even saying I'm, I feel hipster, but I think the, the mid-90s old Japan would be what your list is telling me. That's what it, that's what it's telling me. Now I could I could be completely wrong, but that's what it's telling me. With Danielson, I would recommend a side order. Side platter of maybe some Ricky Steamboat versus Ravishing Rick Rude, Beach Blast 92. I would recommend that as a side platter. But otherwise, maybe what you could do is, because sometimes doing the, the four pillars business can be daunting because everyone talks about it like they're experts on it. So don't, you know, if you feel it's daunting, go through the, I've talked about this before, go through the lens of Stan Hansen. You're a big Gunter fan. I think this, I think he'd pop you. Go Stan Hansen. Here's, some, here's a couple of specific ones. Tell me what you think of these. If you got me on Twitter, tell me what you think. Stan Hansen versus Kawada, 92, I think. And Hansen Kobashi, I believe, in 93. It's one way or the other. It's either 92 for one of those or 93 for the others. But there's a July match and a February match. I always get confused which came first. Try those. I think that's a, I think that's a, a pretty good uh, recipe for now. But tell me what you think. Okay. What else we got here? Joe, do you think we get a Shibata Tanahashi rematch at Forbidden Door? Um, uh, I don't know. Maybe. I'd be kind of hesitant, to be honest. <laughs> I, I feel bad saying that, but poor Tanner is, you know, he's feeling it physically. I'm not sure. Hopefully I'm wrong and it'll be awesome. I'm not sure. Ricky did get pinned twice really, yes. I've never watched any... If the old territories were post Iron Claw working through some world class championship wrestling, they had something going in Dallas. It's awesome and it's aged really well too. The production's aged really well. Um, yeah, I, I absolutely. World class is has aged better than most territories, honestly. Especially because a lot of the big matches are on TV. So yeah, the discourse over the Bucks Sting uh, was weird. The other time they were in the ring together, Sting no sold double super kick from the Bucks, and it was one of the best moments of the year. Yeah, I mean it was, but it was also like. You know, you can kind of see it coming. People are just look. The Bucks are divisive, 
and they mean like one they mean very different things different fans basically right that's the actual the most simple way to put it um when we hear that match is happening we take it as like oh remember when they did the super kick spot and other people take it very very differently so yeah why did this not post okay you shouldn't have posted um what's the most livid you've ever been at watching wrestling uh it's gotta be some 2010s wwe business has to be 2010s wwe i'm trying to think there's some real filth that's cropped up i tell you that uso's revival shit was pretty tough as a fan of both teams i was really looking forward to them working together and that was like Thing is, I don't think I was livid by that point because I think I just kind of accepted that that was, you know, that was kind of where we were at. It was uh, it was brutal, brutal, brutal stuff. Right, let me share this here. Good question, though. Let me share this bullshit. Here we go. Joe Bing Bong. Yes, that's me. Where are we at? Right. Hopefully this sounds okay. Let me turn it up a little bit. Not too much. I don't want to play on zero. This is this is an all-time great worldwide bit, in my opinion. Now seeing two versions of me with hats on, this is very uncomfortable for everyone, but I think it'll be worth it for this bit. Okay. The icons thing versus Hopefully everyone can hear this well. Goldberg. And you hear the pop in the crowd. Wow. And then Bill Goldberg. And you get Taz kind of overacting like wow. I mean, uh, that's a blockbuster. Yeah, like, what a scallop. What's, what's what's the ruckus Goldberg theme sound like? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> What's the tagline? Finish the bit. What's the theme? That is a personal favourite of mine, I must say. The uh, the yelling Goldberg is mine. <laughs> I must say, I, I actually go back to that semi-regularly. It pops me. You turn Hangman heel on what sort of uh, heel should he be? Um, I want to say no, but that swerve thing is getting really tough to navigate, man. He's so over. Like, Hangman's the baby face in a triple threat match, and the two heels are probably more over than him. And I don't mean that as a slight on him. I just That's how over those two dudes are. Like, it's crazy. So, if he's going to be a heel, he should be a really nasty, resentful, spiteful heel. His physicality will translate really well to that. But, uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's tough. Yeah, I was almost hesitant to say All Japan because, like, it's so, at this point, it's so like, you know, everyone says all Japan, but Gunter and Eddie, it's like, well, that's where you got to go, brother. Uh, what shit is worth watching for an ECW watch? Like, I want to watch all the shit worth watching. All the... Hit up uh, Ibu of WrestlePurious. I'm not the ECW man, unfortunately. I've only seen like bursts of all the top guys. Uh, thoughts on Eric Dyer joining Bayern <laughs> Pop. Yeah, Tape's a much bigger Tottenham fan than I am. Went for a 92 binge a year or so back and loved it the first half of the year for the big two rules. Oh, yeah. The best stuff from WCW 92 is like some of my favorite graps ever. Um, 
like 92 war games is like one of my favorite matches ever glorious Dolph is the greatest mid carder there would be mid carder sorry of all time in my opinion can't wait for his new japan run in terms of length of run he's got to be up there i mean good lord that was outrageous I really like Taz when he's not doing bits with... Yeah, I agree. Taz is really good. I just... He's... I think him and Excalibur have kind of become... That has become a bit of a slight issue. I don't want to say issue because they're having fun ultimately. It pops when Nigel and Tony do it, but... I do think they've both, like... Ever so slightly dropped off, I must say. But, I mean, if they're popping themselves, God bless. What does it matter? I could just turn the TV down if I really have to. They're fine. Um... Yeah, the t- the commentary hasn't aged well. Good call on world class. Jokey ranked the LNG and their dislike of the Bucks. Um, Bob likes them the least because Bob's never even rewatched. Really like Oracle's aware of the good stuff they've done. Bob has no interest in it. Bob's lost. Oracle then it will be up. Then I would say confirm shoot. Then probably Tope Suicida. Actually, wait, Jack Crosby is, is after Bob. I always forget he's part of the team. I think you guys do too. Then Tope, probably then me, and then Chris and Dukes, I'd say, are the biggest fans on the – I would say. And I've not spoke to Chris about it for a while. I know Dukes is, is a bigger fan than me. Uh, watched a little bit of All Japan, but haven't watched Steamboat. We'll watch from pre-show recommendations. All good, bro. Steamboat is I, – I said him for, for, for Danielson because he's such a great baby face. That rude match I mentioned, the flare matches goes about saying, but I understand if you don't watch flare because I get it. But yeah, the steamboat is all timer, all timer. <laughs> Pop. Um, what else we got here? I'm sorry, I'm trying to scroll here because this chat has been much more eventful than I thought it would be. I really do appreciate it, guys. The, the support on this channel has been insane considering. What do I call these, by the way? Because I'm going to retire this. I feel bad calling the AW Dynamite. Is there a good name we could have for these? I'm terrible at these things. The confirmed shoot did this for the uh, for the late night. Grin. What can we call these hangouts? We need like a name that I can just title them without having to sweat bullets about what the fuck we're talking about. I don't know what we're going to talk about. You guys, you ask questions and I answer them best I can. What do uh, what are, what are we going to call these? Done some territory dig. <laughs> Digging with the fame, crispy drive, and I'm disgusted and uncomfortable by how awesome I'm finding Jerry Lawler. Look, bro. Here's what it is, you know. It's like no one wants to say how good he was. No one really should say how good he was. But God Almighty, that dude was he was an incredible pro wrestler. I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. Okay, I'm now seeing the reactions to the Abu clip. Uh the thank you Joe deal was kind of wild (laughs) this was uncomfortable for you guys too good if you're on camera doing impressions (laughs) all right how did you connect with Monty Um, this is actually very easy because Monty he was a big fucking mark um Big big old Mark, bro. He was in he was in fightful live chats. You know, like try we try to get me on board. I there is absolutely a show where I buried Resipurious on Twitter. I was like, these fucking quote accounts with their with their pictures under the quotes, causing all the storm. I definitely did this on a show, I'm certain of it. And uh 
he started like putting me over and obviously if you want to put me up, if you want to become friends, we just put me over. It's pretty easy from there. Um, so he started putting me over. Then um, we were talking like just kind of loosely in one of the all time Holbert uh, moments. And I've done this to many people, but this was probably my best. I think I actually at one point was working on getting Monty a gig at Fightful. Uh, but unfortunately quit before I could actually make that <laughs> make, <laughs> make that connection with any kind of, uh, you know, anything that would make it stick. I, I reached out, extended the, the bridge, started building it, uh, and then quit. And so that, that kind of, I think that may have ruined his chance slightly. Um, so then when I quit, he kind of was talking about this respiratory thing, and I thought he was fucking nuts and thought it was a bad idea, but, you know, it, was, it seemed like he, he wanted to try it, so... I hopped on and it's gone pretty well, I think, for the most part. When we first did a live show, a lot of the chat was just like the late night grin perverts. That's changed quite a lot. Now it's like its own, it's a monster now, right? So we had like 5,000 people vote on those fucking awards. So it's been cool. Ibu was one of the people that Monty mentioned. There was like four people. I can't remember who the fourth was. That's my bad, but there was four people. It was Monty, myself, Ibu, someone else. And so I like... We followed each other. I didn't really interact much with Ibu, but yeah, we started doing the shows through through Monty. So that's how it all came to be. All right. Um, I'm sorry, but I'm trying to scroll here. Chris is a bigger fan than Dukes. Okay. Yeah, I was trying to be polite, too, but you know, he's just trying my best here. Okay, my goodness, the chat is on fire tonight. Okay, I'm looking at what names we have here. Banter with Bert. <laughs> Bert's Indie Run. Bing Bong's Banter. Okay, right, we've got, we got some options here. Bert Banter, Banter with Bing Bong. Hanging with Holbert. Well, hold on. Hanging with Holbert, Joe Bing Bong Q&A. Yeah, the shooting range was very good. Very, very good. Uh, Six Dos, you're my mother's third favorite pop. Third? I listen to it in the car. She doesn't speak English, but she loves your voice. That's very kind. Um, oh, I'm buying P and Jamie. That's fine. I was going to say, that was uh, almost got disrespectful there, you know? <laughs> okay, I've got, there's a lot of names here I'm seeing thrown my way. A lot of names. Big Talk with Bing Bong, the whole bit hangout. My God, calling it in the ring. Well, you guys really you swung for the fences on this here. I, I appreciate it. Hello, Plethora. I hope you're well. What's Joe in on? Okay. All right. I'm going to go through these in a minute, and we're going to have a serious vote. This is, this is actually very important now because we've got to lock in. Is there a major difference between Fife and Respirate? Yeah, there's a lot of them. <laughs> Respirate is fucking ECW. On, on WrestleCurious, I'm the I'm like the the straight man, you know, I'm the level headed one. It was not that way on Fight Four. I don't mean that as a knock. I, you know, like Fight Four are the reason that Monty even found me. So I'm just saying it's a very different like vibe, right? It's a very very different thing. You did not have like um, Boris Johnson sending super chats on on Fight Four. Like it's they're just they're completely different. <laughs> Hello, Chris. Hope you well, mate. So in your opinion, who is wrestling's biggest overachiever? Mick Foley. Incredible talent, but Mick Foley becoming a shoot celebrity is, is wild, bro. Like, seriously. I mean, 
again, great talent. So I'm not saying it's not deserving, but look at the era he was in. Look at the guys around him, what they look like. Mick Foley. Mick Foley became a, a genuine programs celebrity. Okay. Um, true. It'd be very good, actually. All right. Yeah, but you should, bro. You should do a video essay. You should do all sorts of bullshit. You know, I'm always saying it to him, you know, but we do spend a lot of time just DMing like dipshits. So, you know, it is what it is. All right. I do agree with him, though. Hanging with Holbert is, that's how I do our show. So everyone know that down. All right, here's what we got. And then I'm going to, um, and then I'm going to do this TNA thing that was requested of me. All right. We have banter with Bert. Bert's indie run. While funny, I'm going to take out the running. We have Bing Bong's banter, which is really a spin-off. We have Bert banter. There's very variations on banter, as you can see. Um, Holbert's Corner, Howling with Holbert. Howling with Holbert. The Holbert Hangout. Calling it in the ring. Joe's Corner Free. Go fuck yourself, Dukes. Right, I think, we, I think we're looking at... It's got to be one of the banter variations or it's going to be Howling with Holbert. Banter with Burt. Look at this. Hanging with Holbert just sounds like something that Conrad would have. <laughs> All right. It seems like we're it seems like we're locking in here on one of these different banter variations. Now we're doing banter with Bert, Bing Bong's banter. What are we what are we thinking, folks? We just just lock in on this. Everyone who's here, there's, there's apparently there's ninety people here for some reason, and I'm asking, what are What's the choice? What are we saying? Because th- when we make this choice, there's no going back. All of the videos are going to be called this from that point moving forward. So what, what are we thinking here? It seems like we're going with bands with Bert, it seems like to me. I don't know, I don't know what the, uh, the masses are saying. Silent M. The Holbert House show. Hold up. Hold on a second, because that's layered. you got to like layered. You got uh, Holbert House show. It's very good. I mean, that's that's like actually on brand and funny. Bands with Bert does seem to be the. It does seem to be the league leader. Bands with Bert. All right. That's what we're saying, folks. I mean, I'm I'm a man of the people here, you know. Do I do think Holbert House show? I might have crept in there at the end. That was. That was very impressive. Okay. Oh, it's turning around now. Wow. Look at this. It's turning around, folks. Holbert House Show. Can I do a poll on this fucking thing? Where are YouTube? That's what I'm on, right? Yep. Holbert House Show, folks. I think we got I think we're the Holbert House Show. Boom. That's layered too. That's my shit. You know, I'm I'm the I'm the house show nerd. We could do banter with Bert as like a spin-off. We can, but I think Holbert House shows it. All right, locked in. This is now the Holbert House show. You're watching episode one. We'll just title it Holbert House Show. You know, one eleven, whatever the fuck. Um, 
Yeah, I, I think I, me saying the word banter a lot felt really uncomfortable anyway, to be honest. So I think it's for the best, to be honest. Yeah, all right. Let's do some predictions for the, for the weekend's bullshit. That was requested earlier, and then let's get this guy out here because I've got to go do the Wrestle Purists with the Puritans over there on Wrestle Purists. All right. Steve Mack is on the pre-show. Right, here's what we got, folks. I'm going to run these matches down for you. Tell me what you think. Hard to kill. Rich Swan, Steve Mack on the pre-show, two former world's champions, allegedly. Um, Steve Mack is going to take it. Lock it in. Eddie Edwards and Brian Myers with Alicia Edwards versus Eric Young and Frankie Kazarian. God, Frankie, Frankie found the chest. Didn't he, like, find the TNA thing? He's on the pre-show. I thought we saved the fucking brand. All right. Well, I'll take Frankie and Eric Young, the TNA originals. Trademark. Tommy Dreamer versus Crazy, Crazy Steve. Go fuck yourself. Um, ABC versus the Rascals versus Speedball Mountain. That is the team of Mike Bailey and Trent Seven for anyone who's got the police on the line. And the Grizzled Young Veterans. I assume the Grizzled Young Veterans win. I'm glad TNA are continuing the tradition of fatal four-way tags. Definitely a thing we need to keep doing. Josh Alexander and Alex Hammerstone. i got a feeling this thing is going to rock. I think this match is going to be awesome. I think Hammerstone up. I think he's going to be one of the guys they build around with this new era. Give me Hammerstone. Giselle Shaw. Uh, Brookside. Fret. Steels. Edwards. And Danny Luna, too. My God. Knockouts. Ulmer X match to determine the number one contender. Um, uh, probably Danny Luna, right? I mean, that's the new fresh face. So that's where I assume you go. I assume. Hopefully that's good. Old Max, that should be cool. Oh. <sighs> Dirty Dango versus PCO. PCO. Chris Saban, Vikingo, and Kushida. This could steal the damn show. This thing could be a who and a half. Uh, I think Saban gets the win. First show back with a name. I think Saban, I think they like that kind of uh, Motor City Machine Guns continuity. Um, speaking of such, I'll jump ahead and say I think Shelly beats Moose. I think even they know going back to Moose would be like, no. So I think Shelly and Saban, Motor City Machine Guns are the champs. Kicking off the new era. Trinity and Jordan Grace, I think, has kind of been spoiled by what we know of Trinity's situation, but she could easily just lose it on the TV after. They've done that a bunch in their history. So uh, I'll take Jordan Grace nonetheless. <laughs> after I've made that point, I'll just completely throw it out and say Jordan Grace is going to win. And that is impact hard to kill. Now, the problem with that is, the problem with that is, over in Battle in the Valley, I should just say over in the Valley, there's a battle going on. Battle in the Valley 2024, meanwhile, has got... Jesus wept. Battle in the Valley has got Ed Kingston versus Gabe Kidd, Shingo versus Mox in a no-DQ match, and Okada and Osprey. 
I mean, that's just not no fair, is it? I mean, that's not right. They should have they should have done that somewhere else. I mean, that's just not fair. There's not a match on that TNA show, I don't think, that I want to watch more than those top three. Eddie and Gabe Kidd, by the way, I haven't, I, I'm not sure enough people saw it. Go watch their match on Strong a couple of years back. Incredible match. Yeah, Julia's wrestling Trisha Dora. TJP and David Finley can't win them all. But uh, good God. Outrageous. Okada and Osprey work in the TNA TV after uh, the taping that's on the night after this. Okay. There it is. Expert gaming. You asked for it, brother. Um, I, yeah, I, I'm. This is a good call, Willie, about the the cross streaming thing. I'm aware of it. I just don't know how it like. I need to figure out kind of the, the pros and cons, so to speak. Now that I'm a pro. <laughs> um. So, I should probably go. I guess. Um, this has been fun. We now have a name for this: the Holbert House Show, which is. Real fucking grabs, and I'm almost certain with six start again on fire. Um, I will probably not be back for the rest of the week. I don't think. I would like to do this grin along on Saturday, but I really need to put together a good squad because we're going to be there for a long time. That's like a whole block of grabs, you know. So I'll see how it goes. I'll see how things pan out. Uh, otherwise, next Sunday there's a Royal Rumble grin along, not the Royal Rumble. The like we're in a retro grin along next Sunday. Um, Tuesday the 20 something or other there's a <laughs> Grin Grappler Fit Finley episode so those are the things that are ahead of us in the late night Grinverse on WrestlePurist we've got the flagship here in about 20 minutes tomorrow myself and Montgomery have got our two man show so um, that's what's coming up hopefully you can join us I appreciate everyone who joined me here as I said earlier, the support on this channel has been crazy. We're only a couple of days in and we crossed like 200. So that was wild. Super, super cool. Um, and I, I greatly, greatly appreciate it. So this has been the first Holbert House show. Hell of a time. A nice house indeed, as Six Star says. So uh, I would say keep grinning, but I keep forgetting that's not a thing I say here. So keep smiling and things of that nature. And uh, have yourselves a great night, whether you're joining me over on the WrestlePurious or not. Have a wonderful evening. Um, yeah. You can't even enjoy this outro. There is no outro. But people are here, and now they're going. So with that, goodbye, folks. I'll see you on WrestlePurious, or maybe not. Night.